Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, Red Edition. Oh yeah, Sydney FC 2, Adelaide United 2. Normally I wouldn't be this pumped with a draw, but I am after Daniel Elder gave probably the worst red card in the history of the A-League. Is that going too far or is that fair? I don't know. It's the most recent one I can think of, so I'm feeling pretty outraged about. I think it cost us three points as well. Oh, Tommy's on the other end of the line. How you doing, man? Did you catch this one? It definitely cost us three points. Are we going to re- apply to the match review panel in order to give us the extra two points that we need out of this game? Because clearly, if Hero's red card's not a red card, then we should get the fucking points, man. Yeah, it doesn't help us now, does it? No, it's bullshit. Now that we've we played were, 55 minutes of football without it. We are in control, and we still managed to get a point out of this. Yeah. Um, I'll go, we'll go, we'll wind the clock back. Please. Going into this one, Sydney away after our first two results. I think I messaged you before the game and said I had a feeling we were going to get humped in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said we might even ship four, or maybe I said that. I don't know. No, I, think I said we both, that. We both agreed. Yep. Um, and if I knew we were going to get a draw out of this, I was, you know, I'd be pretty happy with that. I still am pretty happy with it, given that we did, <clears throat> we did get a draw, given the circumstances. Um, yeah, much improved, better result. There was some better football there, especially in the first forty before Heroes sent off. Um, yeah, super improved. It looked like the Adelaide United side that I believed in, the one that had. Yep. Hero up top and Goodwin and Haller on either side and and a productive Izzy and Dorigo in the midfield. Like that's all we could ever dream of. And they they fucking showed up and they absolutely played this game to a T, I thought. Involving, you know, it's no surprise both fullbacks scored the goals in this game because that is the way that Carl wants to expose the good teams in this league, is he wants the fullbacks to be covering up Haller and, and Goodwin. And that allows players like Kiddo and Van der Sarg to get forward and score goals like that. Yeah, well, and so well, Van der Sarg perfect. was playing on the wing. He was at that point, yes. But I think the concept of having fullbacks playing on the wing or playing at fullback, it plays with the wingers, the opposition wingers and the opposition defenders. Who do they pick up? Who is my main man? Who should I be tracking into the box in situations like this? And I, I thought that Adelaide United played this absolutely to a T. We had a great game. And we were absolutely robbed, man. Robbed. There's no conspiracies here. <laughs> we were absolutely fucking shot out of this game. Yeah. Uh, where I'm, do we start? Where do we? Oh, you know, I don't know. Let me start. Let me start. Go actually. on. You you go. We be, uh, before the game, we posted the teams team sheet to each other. Obviously, cloth cloth out. Tablecloth. Tablecloth is out. Two months really throws into jeopardy my seven goals, eleven assists prediction for him. Yep. Bernardo gone. Which so I would say was already well in jeopardy before he even stepped foot on the park. Well, but I carry mean, it on. makes it easier to say that now, doesn't it? He's not going to play. Yeah. <laughs> so we signed Josh Murray. There's a lot of, you know, I guess intricacies playing out behind the scenes right now with Irin Kunda coming back from international duty. Is he ready to play football? Our best 11, I think, potentially may have been on the park tonight. Oh, not tonight, but on the weekend when we played Sydney FC. You know, maybe Ansel for Warland would be the change, but that's probably our starting 11, isn't it? And so it felt good, but also the drawback from it was the third central defensive partnership that we had in three games. And the fact, just like last season, we're chopping and changing our centre-back combinations, which is not conducive to keeping clean sheets. 
Uh, no, it's not. That was one thing I think we both spoke about for the game. I I was pretty keen to see Ben and Popper play together. You were. Uh, you said that last week, but, yeah. Yeah. I, after the first two games this season, I have had my concerns with um with Lockie Barr. Uh, I'm not saying he's horrible. He's, he's a good depth A-League player. I think he'll be handy this year for sure. I just don't think he's like, he's not a, he's never going to be a star, I don't think, at this level. Um, could he be solid enough? I'm still not sold. Um, maybe he had a good partnership with Popovich going there for a while last season. Maybe second season, can he, you know, can he maintain it? There's some question marks there. Um, but obviously he was out. So we got Popovich and Warland in. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's... I thought they were okay. It's not ideal to keep changing them. They were okay, yeah. They they weren't directly at fault for any goals, I thought. No, Daniel Welder was at fault for both Sydney goals, I think, for making <laughs> us play a man down for half the game. Is that what you're going to attribute it to? Yeah, I mean, the, put, oh, might as well. The Joe Lolly goal was pretty good. I couldn't, I couldn't really pick out any kind of defensive mishap there. It just seemed like they did overload and they got the goal in the area that they needed to. Yeah, and he's a good player. He's a good player. He's going to score some goals this season. He's coming across with a lot of experience. Played a lot of games for Forrest up until last season. Well, funny. This is exactly what I thought about Zach Clough. Yeah, he wasn't at that level though, was he? He's a similar level. He's playing League One. He was playing Championship League One, yeah. George Blackwood was scoring goals in League One. Yeah. Well, less said about Blackwood, the better maybe. I'm on the Blackwood fan train. Don't worry about that. Maybe the less I see of him, the more I like him. That could happen. That could be a thing. Uh, I do agree with you about this maybe being our best 11 almost, especially in the midfield slash front third. Um, We just don't have a 10, which unfortunately means we're playing someone out of position to fit another good player in. Well, Um, Viet's got to realise that we don't have a 10, so fucking figure out a formation that doesn't require a 10. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense. If you want to play two pivots and a central midfielder, we don't need a 10 anyway. We just need a central midfielder that gets beyond the lines, which you can get with maybe Louis Dorigo if you actually coach him and ask him to do that. Well, it does look like that's what Louis Dorigo has been doing this season though. Yeah. But that does look like it is a thing. So can you calm your farm? No, I just just want to see (laughs) this talk of a 10 or not of talk of a 10. Like, do we have one or do we not? Let's just figure it out right now and let's proceed from here in. If we don't want a 10, then fuck it. Let's let Louis do what he did in this game. And he did it really well. So let's continue with that. Yeah. Um, we should mention Kiddo's first goal there. Brilliant. You liked it? Yeah, absolutely. That burst of pace. You He's can great, see, isn't You he? can see why he would have absolutely taken the piss in the NPL when he won that mm. Serge Melter medal. He banged in so many goals that year for Bercale. Just the pace on the guy, and his dribbling's pretty good. Um, you know, we don't need to have the whole discussion about whether or not he's a good A-League no. player again. I love I love his tenacity, game. and I love his determination in winning the ball, and I love his mongrel on the sideline as well. Like, we're going to see him live again this, uh, this weekend against Perth. And if, you know, if you're in the stadium, just take five minutes to watch what Ryan Kiddo does on the football pitch because it is more than what he does playing a position. He's getting in opposition faces. He's marshalling the team. He's doing way more than you expect of a guy, maybe of his supposed ability. I love him. I think he's great. I, I think- he would he would take the piss in MPL. It's to the point where you would be like, why is this guy not playing A-League? I think you um 
like everything you just said then was reflected in like when he started wearing the armband last yes. season. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, That's a great point. There. Yeah. Um, Craig Goodwin came back into the side. He started. Oh, <laughs> what more could we say about Craig? Do you get two assists this game? Like, yeah, one on the, his wrong foot. I, do, I don't want to skip ahead to the goal, but uh, to the second goal, but it's just such a beautiful ball. Oh my God. How could you not be considering this guy for the World Cup? We don't have anyone in Australia that can put the ball on a dime piece like Craig Goodwin can. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Um, he has to be going to Qatar. He has to be going yeah. over Arzani, over Garan Kual, because they're just, we have those kind of players. We have Lecky, we have Boyle, we have Adler. We have guys that just run fast and exactly. you know, try to cause headaches just by being a nuisance. Craig Goodwin has actual quality. We'll put quality balls into the box. I mean, especially if we've built a lot of Australia's game around Mitch Duke, exactly. love him hate him, and I know that we both are not big fans of Mitch Duke, but mm-hmm. unfortunately he's the guy that was scoring goals and we don't really have any other options screaming out. I guess now we have Cumdog screaming out. Um, the screaming, <laughs> the screaming cum dog. Um, but you may as well have someone there who can actually put a ball in to service them. Someone that can catch the load, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I. It would be maybe the biggest travesty of the year if Craig would win to make the team. But I could see it. I could see it happening. Which is the worst part. Yeah, I know. Arnie was there on the weekend as well watching, uh, probably because he just loves watching Sydney because it's his mates. Uh, He's got nothing better to do. Uh, He's probably watching Andrew Redmayne thinking, oh, how good's Andrew Redmayne? Oh, yeah. This guy's like the 12th best goalkeeper in the A-League. I should take him to Qatar. Let's catch him. Because he's my mate. He's got a worse he's got a worse penalty saving record than Matt Ryan, but I'll sub him on for the penalties because I'm just I'm just all about the vibe here. Um, number vibe. one, I'm a genius. Number two, he's a certified wiggle now, so you can't drop him. Yeah, well he's he's got he's going, he's on the plane. He's definitely um, going. But I'll forgive all for a little bit, just a little bit, if Craig Goodwin is on that plane. He deserves it. Um we saw his quality in just a couple of passages play. And when, every time we kept looking for him, um, he was he was doing something dangerous, delivering something into the box that looked dangerous. Um, it is it is interesting to play Van der Sarg on the wing, though. Did you like it? Do you think it was effective? I thought Van der Sarg played really well. Um, Against his old team as well. Yeah, I thought he played really well. And I guess we, we didn't really have any other options. Like you said, Aaron Kunda's only just coming back. Um, he's... You could have played AK. You could have played AK. Nah, nah, you couldn't. I don't reckon. You reckon? Nah, okay. Harry looks. Harry looks a much more rounded player at this point. Um, he's also gives us that defensive kind of lock as well, where he can drop back because he is by nature a right back. Um, looks like he loves bombing forward though, so happy with that. And it also just kind of, I don't know. Like you said, I feel like we fit more better players into the team, even though we're kind of shoehorning Haller in there mm. into the center of the park. But you know, we, we did, still have, we, yeah, we did have a little, um, little. I suppose it's a little wet dream of Goodwin and Halloran being able to intertwine seamlessly between the wide positions and the attacking midfield positions. And for me, if there's any way to be able to get that, that would be the way that we win the A League is to have an actual seamless front four in which that Ibasuki drops deep, Clough, Clough runs beyond the defenders, Halloran and Goodwin 
into you know intercept wings the move into the central attacking midfield role and it's so fluid and it's so hard to pick up that just no team can defend against us that's my ideal and i felt like we almost had that in this game a little bit yeah we had patches we we're definitely on top and i think even with 10 men we we looked pretty dangerous on the counter because we have just so many weapons in that front third especially when nesta came on when Aaron kunda came on i we probably could have pinched the win right at the end there mm-hmm. when George Good fed him through. I thought he probably should have played Craig and then Craig could have looked to square it. Uh, but, but he, yeah, he fed he fed Nestor and it was a good ball and then he tried to touch it around the keeper and just a little too heavy got away from him. But what, plenty of positives there. Huge after, after the last two weeks. Super impressed. Oh, yeah, massively. That's what we needed was a big G up because obviously we threw away points against Wellington. MacArthur away, not good, bogey team, whatever. We do this with 10 men. That brings the crowd, the momentum, the vibe up for Perth at home this weekend. And if we can beat Perth at home this weekend, then we are uh, looking at five points from 12 games with three away games thrown in there with a Sydney MacArthur. I think that's a pretty good taking if we win on the weekend. Uh, yeah, it could be. I'll come back to that. I just want to finish off the Sydney game first. Yeah, um, hit it. I do also want to say that we maybe got, we did get a stroke of luck in Lafondre going off pretty early, I think as well. I don't think that he's the same player that he was in the previous seasons. I think he's a much more dangerous striker than Patrick Wood though. Mm, yes, comparatively, yes. But yeah. I, I wonder if both their outputs equal the same. I'm, I'm not sure he's there. I'm not sure fitness-wise he's there, mentality or instinctiveness that he is the same guy that we've seen previously. He might not be, but I, yeah, it's, it still looks dangerous to me. I wouldn't want to be Look, facing him. Really happy for him to go off early. I'll say, I'll say this much. I'd rather Charlie Austin than ALF, and that's not saying much. You really hate Charlie Austin, don't you? I do, but he did score on the weekend, so congrats. He did. I'm not a big fan of the guy. I think he's a knob, buddy. I think he can. I think he is a good player. Um, okay. And I think well, he'll he'll cause us headaches when we play them again, I think. Probably. Austin. Yeah. Probably. Or Popper shuts him down and doesn't get a sniff either way. We've danced around the red the card here, Sammy. We've done everything we can not to. Oh, we have, haven't so we? Far. Yeah. All right, let's. Where do you where do you start? What do you All say? Right. <clears throat> All right. What the hell so do you got, say about this? I've got one. We'll go total tinfoil hat. So this is the absolute most conspiracy theory <laughs> you can go. consider. This yep. is not what I believe, but this is what I've read. Here we go. Daniel Elder has refed Adelaide nine times. Yes. Adelaide Adelaide United have won twice, drawn four times, lost three times. He's refed Sydney FC eleven times. Care to take a guess how many times they've won in those eleven games? Nine. Nine. And they've okay. drawn and they've drawn two. They've never lost uh, under referee Daniel Elder. I'm not sold. That means anything at all. Um look, personally, I'm not sold either. But <laughs> that this, doesn't mean this, anything at all. <laughs> this was the this was the push narrative during the week. And that and it's a weird thing that's happening in the Premier League as well, where people are focusing very much on refs and how individual teams react or how they their results react. As, a, as opposed to him refereeing the games. He's not going out there to make Sydney win and make Adelaide lose. But as Carl has said in the past, I do think that he has a certain, because he is the only South Australian referee in the A-League, 
if he referees Adelaide, he doesn't want to be seen to be favouring Adelaide United. I just don't understand why he's even given an Adelaide game then. Because they don't do that in the Prem. I if you're from a certain area, you don't referee that team's game. No, I, I can't I don't can't confirm or deny that. I don't know, but um I'll tell you a word for it. But mm. I this got I don't know why he would be given an Adelaide game and I just Oh man, it just it was so triggering. I can't believe I just couldn't believe what I was watching. Um I'm actually more pissed about whoever the knobhead sitting in the VAR room was. Which they haven't like, announced, funnily elders, enough. Nah, we know before the game. Wasn't it Kurt Ams? It was Kurt Ams. Oh, was it Kurt Ams? I'm pretty sure. Oh, you ah, dog Kurt Ams. Too angry about it to look it up and actually get it right. It probably was Kurt Ams. Who cares? Um, You can have a look if you want while I'm rambling. But I was like pissed. Like pissed off at Elder's call was one thing. And then I was like, nah, this is this will get overturned. This has to get overturned. And then it said decision upheld. Like, so the guy sitting in the VAR box hasn't even hasn't even told Elder to go over to look at it on the screen for himself. He just thinks, oh no, nah, that's that's fine. And goes with it. In what in like what world are you looking at that challenge and thinking, yeah, that's a red card. Yeah, I can uphold the referee's decision here. It was Kurt Ams, you're right. Yeah. Vince Rigari told us. Thank you, Vince. Another one of the one of the worst referees on the planet, Kurt Ams. Like you said previously in the European pod, uh the the A-League referees probably are the worst interpreters of the IFAB rules that we've seen. Because we've seen Hero now sent off twice this season for challenges that weren't dangerous towards an opposition player, but appeared dangerous in quotation marks and he's been sent off for it. The one against Brisbane was a, a bit worse than this one, but still very, very stiff. And then Agreed, this, yeah. And then this one is just a complete joke. And I've I've not always, you know, I'm not too, I was never really against Elder as a referee. Didn't think he was horrible compared to some of the others. I've never rated Ams. I've never rated Chris B. They're sh- just... Sharp. Smug, arrogant, yep. bloody wankers. ex what do you know? <laughs> Elder comes on and does this one and then Kurt backs it up and just like there's some some propaganda. It does look like. You can't tell the referee they're wrong, so you're just there to reinforce and like. Exactly. So he's just upheld his decision. I just don't, I'm more baffled that the decision gets upheld by VAR than I am with the original decision. Yeah. If, Elder's watching it and it's happening at full speed and it's still a howler. But I would have thought that's what VAR's there for to correct those things. But no. Nah, Apparently not. Fucked by it. <clears throat> and it rubs salt in the wounds to know that he's been let off now. So another group of people have looked at it and said, yeah, that's not a red card. So why the fuck could not four fucking people realize this yeah. during the game and reverse this decision? It's Yeah. It, yeah. And it's been it's been deplored by everybody. Sydney players, Adelaide players. Charlie Madison. Austin, your mate Charlie Austin was teeing off on, on Twitter Fans. at halftime about it. Everyone, everybody. Everyone, everybody. everywhere, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it wasn't as big as news um, as Nanny giving away a penalty, a very well-deserved penalty, or Relante being sent off in the Melbourne Derby, which probably was a second yellow card. Oh, definitely. It's a horrible and tackle. None, Nonetheless... This is still such a it's, it's a huge turning point in the A League because I 
I cannot think of too many decisions that have been overturned post-game where referee and VAR have both said that was a red card and then yeah. match review panel has said it's not. Yeah, unreal. Um, I, it's, just, pa- it's just never it's just never a set. I think off. like... It's crazy. If we want to do the... Uh, like, It's not, not really devil's advocate, but um, if we want to have any... And we don't want to have any sympathy for Elder, he has... Elder has also been let down here, I think, by the VAR system. Mm-hmm. Okay. In what sense? Well, they're there to help if the referee gets it wrong. So what? So you're insinuating that a referee can make no, a decision, whether or not... No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying generally. A, de- a referee can make a decision rightly, wrongly, but in making that decision, in the back of their mind, they, have, they know that the VAR can help them out, whether it's right or wrong. No, that, that's what we would like to see, right? Isn't uh, that what you like to see? A referee this. make a decision, and then the VAR to check if it's right or wrong. I want them to be a hundred percent with their decisions. Otherwise, you shouldn't be refereeing. What the referee? Yeah, the referee. So Daniel Elder is at fault then, because yeah, I'm he not ever saying he's not at fault. Card? I didn't say he's not at fault. He is at fault. I'm just saying he's also been let down by the system that's meant to help weed out the fouls, like the the absolute howlers. And so he's made an absolute howler here, which, you know, referees are going to make howlers. They make mistakes, whatever. This one is an absolutely shocking one and it's embarrassing and he should be, you know, having a good old review of it. But also he's been, (laughs) part of me wonders what Elder would have done had he been given the opportunity to look at it on the screen. That's what you're asking for. Same, same. Do you reckon he would give the same decision? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Because you slow it down and you see him clearly win the ball. And pulling and it's, up. It's like literally him pulling up seconds after the ball is gone in which he connects or collides potentially with yeah. Saris. It's not... Racing incident. The guy's... Yeah, racing incident. The guy's just standing there. It's He's not meant it whatsoever. It's definitely a racing incident. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, they just... Yeah, in in a way, he yeah, I would love to know what he would have given had he had the chance to see it on the screen. This and is th- where we need to hear the conversation between the VAR and the referee. I think so too. And I think it would clear up a lot for fans and make us feel a bit better about their shit decisions. Nonetheless, it still costs us two points potentially. Yeah, it did. Did, but you know, I I don't know. This is why uh, we're back on that same thing about VAR where I would just, I'd rather just live with the wrong decision if we're, we're going to have mm-hmm. VAR there and still not get it right. Yeah. You know? It's just pissing me off. Yeah. I think you're 100% correct there, mate. All right. Let's have a quick, we'll quickly go over. Uh, we've finally got a home game. Can't wait for this one. I'm gonna oh, try my God. And... Sam, I've got it off work. We're going. Oh, we're going. Excellent. We're I'm gonna... this. I've uh, season ticket came in the mail. I'm ready to go. I'm yes. going to try and get the recorder out. We'll see if we can get some live content going. Uh, not live, but, you know, recording. Uh, recording in live at the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I guess we'll do what we do every week and uh, hit me with some predictions. What do you got? Adelaide, Perth, we should win. Although I did think that prior to them beating the Mariners away from home, so that's a little bit out of the ordinary. Uh, I would still see us win. Three, I'm going to go three, two. If Fornaroli plays, definitely three, two. Because he'll score without a doubt. Yeah, I saw that rumor this week that apparently they're not playing him because of his contract. Mm-hmm. There's a and, rumbling. 
if he scores a certain amount of goals, he gets an automatic renewal and they don't want to automatically renew because they don't like the wages he's on, uh, which is like just another one of those stupid, like, well, don't pay guys too much then. Don't sign the contract. Don't give them the contract then and offer them this and then go back on it like a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's good for it's good for us. It's bad for Naroli. Yeah. Um, I, I'd i like to think we get a win at home as well. So I'm yeah. going to go... I'm going to go 3-1 Adelaide. Yeah, I'm with you. I think 3-1, 3-2, definitely. We'll concede goals. Well, but Which is it? I think we'll 3. 3-2. Three, I'll go 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Five goals at Cooper's is Sunday. Five goals at Cooper's. That's why you should buy your match ticket. Come out, mm. check out the new stand. Everyone have a look. Well, the stand's not new. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, the stand's not new. The roof is new. <laughs> fingers crossed the pint of pale hasn't gone up. I just can anticipate it being $9 or $9.50 this season. Ooh, let's... Let's do a let's do that one and what are we <laughs> what's the price gonna be? <laughs> closest to the pin for a for a pale. I reckon it's gonna be nine bucks this year. You reckon nine? Yeah. What were they last year? I think they were eight. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go eight dollars. You're gonna go fifty? No, nah, it'll be something stupid like forty. Yeah. Thirty. Eight dollars forty, I'll go. Eight sixty six. Mm, actually, yeah, I'll go eight sixty. Eight sixty for a pint of pale is I'll I'll say. That's right. my shot at the pin. We say pint, it's a cup of pale. It's a plastic yeah, cup of pale. It's 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 their pint cups. Yeah, they're pint cups. Yeah. I'm gonna go nine bucks. They're definitely going up this season. Mm, nine. We've got to pay we've got to pay for that roof somehow. Oh yeah. There's a new screen too, I think. At the other there end, is a new there? screen. Have they yeah. taken away the screen behind us? Uh, I don't believe so. Good. I think there's just two screens. Yeah. Good, finally. That's what we need to <laughs> see. Times. We're ready there used for the to be one down there, and then it disappeared. <laughs> it's like they always thought we could only have one screen. So <laughs> they took down the one at the other end, and then they built one behind us. And yeah. I, I don't know why we couldn't have two. But now we've got Ad- two, I think. So. It's Adelaide Civic Planning, Sam. Uh, you, you, watch them, you watch them only use one. The yeah, one will be blank the entire yeah. game. Yeah, just, nah, this is not for <laughs> this week. For or it'll just be an advert. Times. It'll be an advert of something. Yeah. All right. Just, just on that quick, are you going to buy the home kit or the away kit? Uh, I'm not buying any kits. I don't buy kits. You know this. You're not buying any kits. I have never ever bought an Adelaide United kit in my life. We've been yeah. over this. I've I was gifted one. Sam, years come on. Ago. I don't I don't wear them. Buy I don't, one. I don't know. Maybe I'll get a polo or something, but I don't I don't generally buy the the kits. I'm currently wearing the um the nice sweat that. Uh, Adelaide United and Macron did back in the yeah, day. Yeah, they were good. Uh, a few years ago, yeah, they were pretty good. A few years ago, yeah, these are really nice jumpers. Maybe three um, three or four years ago. Yeah. It could be. Yeah, it's before whoever we have now. Not not ages ago, but yeah. Um, both my housemates have bought home kits, which the means after, I have, yeah, the red, the deep red. They look great. What are you going with? I'm going to go the bone. I'm going the away. The bone. I have to go the away because I've got go the, the yellow, bone. the coral, and now I'm going to get the bone. Go the bone. All right. I'll have a look, but don't count on anything. Did you um any any comments on the Melbourne Derby? You see anything else from the A League this weekend? Uh yeah, I, I saw the highlights of all the games. I didn't I didn't get to watch too much of them. Melbourne Derby looked a looked a hoot. Belante's red card was a red card, but I don't know. Definitely, I don't, I don't want to give too much of the other teams any airtime. Yeah, fair enough. Yep, Nandi's penalty was a penalty. Good to see it sold out. Um, other than that, yeah, Austin scored excellent. They drew. No worries. Um, West Sydney won again. Beautiful. Love to see it. 
Yeah. What are you going to do? Man, um, man, Melbourne City are going to win the league. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, they're they're a pretty good lock, aren't they? Oh, bro, they're so much better um, than every team in this league. So yeah, we'll wrap it there. Um, we'll be down at Cooper's this Sunday, Perth Glory. Jump on the uh, mic, guys. I'd imagine we'll be going down and have a have a couple of drinks at RGK beforehand. Uh, maybe we'll record some content, talk about the lineup and stuff beforehand, and then it seems get some, get some sounds from the game and some sounds post game and have a chat to people. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Sounds great. All right, see you guys down there. Bye. Peace, love, everyone. Go Adelaide.